All right, so this episode we have Chris Benninger after his win at the New York Bass Nation opener in 2017 on Lake Erie. Uh, Bear with us. The audio is a little rough. We're still learning, but I hope you enjoy. This episode is brought to you by Spro Baits, Pro Designed, and Success on New York State Waters. Look for Spro Baits in your local tackle realtor or online at spro.com. Now, here is the interview. Hi, uh, Chris. Thanks for joining us, and congrats on the Lake Erie win with the uh, Bass Nation. So let's get a background, a background about yourself and um, you know, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Chris Benninger. Um, I started fishing actually competitively in college. I've been fishing pretty much my entire life. Um, buddies, a few buddies and myself uh, started the college club up in Plattsburgh together um, and just kind of grew with that. Um, fished the college series um, for three years while I was in college. I uh, had the chance to qualify for the national championship on Beaver Lake in Arkansas, and uh, I kind of just went from there. Uh, once I graduated, there's some CBS and uh, DFLs, and um, this year's the first year fishing for uh, the Fed Nation. Awesome. And um, here, uh, so the Lake Erie tournament that was uh, basically in your backyard there. Yeah, basically. Uh, Season opener, early in the spring, or, yeah, late spring, early summer. Where are you from originally? In uh, born and raised right here in Grand Island. Grand Island, okay. Uh-oh. And you see what's Grand Island River. Gotcha. And you went to Plattsburgh then for school and uh, got into the competitive side over there? Yep. So uh, definitely your home water advantage on, uh, on, on Lake Erie. With how did the practice go, and you know, did you end up finding them on a spot that is pretty consistent year to year, or something that you found just prior to this uh, this event? So the spot in general is uh, it, it's a pretty good spot year to year, um, especially early spring. Um, I became very comfortable on it early season for um, basically the team Lunker tournaments. Um, yeah. Put some extra time in closer towards the uh, the start of the season. Um, found some good fish. So I really didn't fish it a whole lot um, to practice. I knew the fish were there, so I kind of bounced around throughout the lake looking for additional mm-hmm. areas and just left everything else alone. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, um, what uh, kind of what, how'd you catch them? How'd you end up catching them on uh, tournament day? Technique, lure, etc. So I was uh, I was switching back and forth uh, between drop shotting, uh, tubes, swim baits, um, just uh, kind of rotating through. Um, we had 17 to 20 mile an hour winds, so we had four four to five foot rollers out there. So it was uh, oh, wow. it was a rough day. So yeah. the key was to try to stay on the bottom. Uh, if you can keep the bait on the bottom, uh, you had a good tendency of getting bit. Okay. Uh, did you rotate through, like, how precise was the spot you were on? Is it something that you really had to get an exact cast, or were you drifting 
through a general area or just just drifting through a general area. Um, gotcha. I mean, it was it was a little windy to try to stay on top of an isolated spot like a rock or, or any type of structure. Um, gotcha. It wasn't like a calm day where you can sit over top of them and drop on top of their head and pull them up. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Uh, any? So I mean, you ended up. What you end up playing for the day? Twenty-four one nine. Twenty-four one nine was the official was the official weight and uh, big bath of uh, five eight four. Wow, that's, I know that's got to be one of the biggest. I think last year, maybe on Cayuga or two years ago, there was a real big bag um, weighed in like twenty-four or something or other. Um, but that's got to be one of the biggest bags on the Federation Trail, I would imagine. Yeah, I, I I'm pretty sure it's pretty close to it, if not um, the largest bag. Um, yeah. Which I was, uh, I, was pretty, I was pretty pumped for. I didn't think I had that much to be completely honest. But I figured twenty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean it's not often that you see that many big fish in one live well, so it's probably pretty tough to judge at that point. Um, so anything uh, during the day? Any lost fish? Any uh, any you know interesting stories that way? Did you find them like right away in the morning? Did it take a little bit? Like what was the How'd the day itself go? Anything interesting or different that way? So, I was out there for probably a good two hours, and I got I got two small fish, like a two and a half pounder and a three pounder. And um, it was very really really slow. Um, had to move around a lot. Um, eventually, got onto a real nice drift where I started catching them. I didn't get many bites. I probably had ten bites tops all day. Gotcha. Um, I landed seven of the ten fish, and <laughs> that was my day. Uh, wow. I had a, a three, I had a three and a half pounder left in the live well uh, right before I decided to come in because um, I wanted to take my time going in. I wanted to keep the fish alive because I don't know if yeah. anybody was aware that they changed the dead fish penalty in Fed Nation this year to a half a pound oh, wow. uh, per fish. So uh, fish care was. The number one thing on my mind uh, throughout the throughout the day. Yeah. So my last drift, I decided uh, I made the call. It was going to be our last one, and I ended up being able to call that one out. So wow. finished the day strong. Went in. We got my co-angler and I hunted around the inner harbor for a little bit. Decided that we were both done. He had a pretty good, decent bag also, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Headed in about an hour early and just kind of sat there at the launch waiting. <laughs> That's like a Timmy Horton story there. That's uh, pretty impressive. <laughs> That's cool. That's, That's, That's a nice yeah, line of the game. Wow. wow. That's awesome. Yeah, congrats. That's a, just a, one of those amazing days. Um, and uh, anything particular? Yeah. <laughs> anything particular about uh, bait colors? Uh, did you rotate through anything? How'd you end up with what you ended up catching them on? Um, I rotated a lot. I mean, um, swim baits were working real well. Uh, they probably caught the majority of the fish on them. Um, yeah. Color-wise, there's a couple different colors. Um, I mean, IU was working real well. Green pumpkin. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the darker colors work better. 
um, okay. smallmouth magic. Um, my, I mean, I, I go to my go-to is, is usually Kitek. Yeah. Uh, the Ky- the Kitek states, um, dragging those and swimming those slowly. Now, uh, so two questions, last two questions that I have about the day, unless you have anything else to, to add, is uh, what do you think that most of the guys missed that you picked up on throughout the tournament that you contribute to you know, success? Is there something that the majority of guys missed out on that you were, um, that you picked up on that kind of contributed to the success? Um, honestly, I think a lot of people are unfamiliar with the, the body of water. Um, a lot of people stay in between the walls and fish the bed of fish. Okay. And I knew that that was going to be very difficult to do. Um, yeah. I know with the wind out there, people are afraid of the bigger water. They're not used to running it. They're not used to just being out there. And being from here, being out there quite often... Uh, you just kind of learn how to how to run it and be able to handle it, and I think that was a big contributor. Um, I don't think I would have had nearly a successful day if, if I wasn't able to get out there and fish the type of styles I wanted to fish and the areas I wanted to fish. Gotcha. No, that's a that's a great point. And the other question I have is, if you had to do it again, is there anything that you would have done differently that you you know picked up on by the end of the day that you feel like you could have done even better. I mean, you had a great day, so you might say no. But, uh, <laughs> um, if I stayed out an extra hour, I may have had a little bit better every day. Right. I wouldn't have gotten much better. No, no, no. I was, it's one of those questions I thought of, you know, I was like, hey, that'd be interesting for most guys, you know. But, uh, yeah, a day like that, we have almost 25 pounds. There really isn't much more you could have done. So uh, I didn't expect a, a great, uh, you know, a, a, a big answer there, but thought I'd ask it anyway. Yeah, I mean, if I weighed in and I, I, when I saw the weight, I'm like, you know what? If somebody beats me, good for them because they deserve it. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. At that point, there's really not much more you can do. So, uh, cool, 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 cool. The um, then I have a couple just kind of uh, random questions. One is, what is the worst fishing advice that you've ever received? Just a General question. Worst fishing advice. Anything comes to mind? If not, that's alright. Uh, you don't have to throw anybody under the bus by name, but it would be interesting <laughs> if you had anything. Um, probably somebody telling me I'm fishing too deep. Alright. That's not a bad, uh, yeah, it's one of those things I always laugh. You know, you see a guy out in the middle of a lake and you're like, that guy either has no idea what he's doing or he is absolutely dialed in. And, uh, yep. yeah, I think, that, I think I know maybe hopefully what category you fit in most of the time. So that's, that's, that's good. Um, all right. And then the last thing is if you have any advice, generally speaking, uh, we're really targeting like guys fishing in New York. Um, any advice? general bass fishing advice for uh, for anybody listening what's your um, honestly if somebody likes to fish and they want to get into the competitive nature of it um, get involved with local clubs I know there's a lot of local clubs out there um, yep just even just getting along just talking fishing and then just getting a chance 
to get out and go fish. Uh, co-anchor positions are always needed in tournaments. Um, get on the back of the boat, learn different techniques, learn different bodies of water. Um, and I wouldn't rush into just going out and becoming a boater right away for the sake of being a boater. Um, yeah. yeah. High schoolers and college kids get involved with the high school fishing, the college fishing, the junior fishing. Um, if it wasn't for the college fishing, I probably wouldn't be doing this right now. Um, it's a great opportunity. FLW and BASF um, offer so many great avenues to for for the youth to get out there and grow the sport. Gotcha. All right. Cool. Thank. Uh, that's actually that's actually really good advice. Uh, all right. Uh, do you have anything else to add, or uh, we can wrap it up? If not, I think I'm good. Thanks for having me. Cool. Well, thanks for taking the time and talking about the day on the water. And uh, yeah, you know, good luck the rest of the year and in the future. Thanks. This interview is also brought to us by Baby Bass ABCs. This is a ABC children's book dedicated specifically to bass fishing. Uh, fully illustrated, full color. It's available on Amazon.com. Perfect gift for a tournament angler with young children or something just to share with your grandkids. Find it on Amazon.com, searching Baby Bass ABC, or follow us on Facebook at Baby Bass Books on Facebook. enjoyed that discussion with Chris on his win on Lake Erie. It sounded like one of those days where everything came together, and you know, I thought it was interesting to, to hear about having the confidence and the equipment to run out and still fish the big water on the Great Lakes. Yeah, basically, if you're not able to get to the fish, it really doesn't matter if you found them. So, you know, I thought that was some interesting insight, and we'll try and bring you some more of these. As always, thanks for listening. You'll find a lot more information about New York State bodies of water, uh, past tournament results, aggregated tournament data, links to tournament coverage, current lake conditions, etc. Go to EmpireStateBass.com to find that information on our local bodies of water here in New York. You can also follow us on Facebook at Empire State Bass on Facebook. If you like what you heard on the podcast, love to do more. Best way to help us do that is to subscribe, hit like on the Facebook page, or um, Leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks.